Hello and welcome to another episode of Drama School Dropout, which is now part of the High Productions family. As per usual, my name is Ingram Noble and I am your resident Drama School Dropout. And this week I am joined by my first ever returning guest. She was here for episode one and now she's back for episode 34. She also happens to be one of my best friends, my writing partner and a producer of this podcast. Please welcome back to the podcast, the one, the only, Heather Spiden. Hello! Hi! How are we? Welcome back! I know, that was some introduction. Oh, thanks for having me back. Oh, honestly, you're welcome anytime you want. <laughs> uh, but that is going to be one of the last times that I say that introduction the way that I just said it. Of course, yeah. I mean, I'll always be your resident drama school dropout, but... Um, but you're now a drama school student student i'm going back He's so going yeah back this is um, some big news I, i'm going back to uni i'm going back to drama school i know congratulations Thank by the you. way well done for keeping at it getting back oh. into it it's good It'll you be good. know what it's it feels like the right time it's been yeah um i, I know this really weird fact it's one year, five months, and two days since I dropped out of uni. I don't know if I'm impressed or if that's really sad. <laughs> I mean, I knew that I dropped out on the 14th of January. Right, okay. Um, But the other thing, it's like a full circle moment because the other day I was on social media and everyone sort of got their notification that they graduated and they were getting like a 2-1 or a first. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I sat there and I was sort of like, that could have been me. Yeah. But the timing obviously wasn't right. If I hadn't dropped out, I wouldn't have this podcast. Well, exactly. Um, I probably and... wouldn't have had the time to do the project that we're currently working on, which we're going to talk no, about. No, definitely not. No, I think it is. It's a good time. Um, you know more. You're older. You're wiser. Um, but no, it'll be good. You'll go back. I now don't know and why. I just nearly it. started singing the Avicii song, like you know, the one that's like, "You're older. You're wiser. You'll live for younger days." I have no Think idea. Think of me if ever you're afraid. Okay. You said one day. Apologies for the terrible <laughs> fucking singing. Um But yeah, welcome back to the I podcast. Know, You're you. our first ever, ever returning guest. I know. I was back back when it all started when you were just uh just uh, well, I mean we're literally the only change from the last time that we recorded is that I have a higher quality mic. I know. <laughs> I know the guests are getting slightly better. You'll always be me. one of my favorite guests. One of them. Yeah, the one of them. Susan Nixon's up there. It's I know. one of my Do heroes. You know what? I'm happy to be second to Susan Nixon. That's <laughs> she is a hero. <laughs> so, it's been like what now since December 7 months I know. since that very first episode of the podcast. Nine months since we recorded it, because we recorded it in October. Where's the time going? I know. <laughs> like, uh, this is episode 34. That is 34 weeks of me chatting absolute shite. Oh, well, I mean, what I've is had... happening? <laughs> I've had four years of you chatting absolute <laughs> shite, so I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I don't talk shit at all, so I don't know what you're talking about. Um, but what have you been up to? 
what haven't I been up to? I mean, exactly no, the same joke. as me. Literally nothing. <laughs> uh, no, well, well, obviously we got our, our exciting project, which has been keeping me busy. I've got a new job now. So I've been learning the ropes with that. I'm an, I'm an office nine woman to now. Five gal. I'm a Dolly Parton girl now. <laughs> uh, nine to five. I'm enjoying my weekends. And as you know, uh, I've been reading The Potters for the yes, first time. Uh, I don't know how you've got, you're what, 24? 23 23 sorry <laughs> i don't know how you've got through 23 years of your life and never read the harry potters before. i know but you know what it was is when it was first out and it was crazy and everyone was loving it i uh, i just wasn't a bit of me i wasn't into it do you know oh. what i mean so i always just put it off and then obviously i knew you had the collection and i thought right there's obviously a reason it's so good read that first book and i was hooked like all i do now is work sleep and read harry potter That's do you know it. i am so jealous like I wish there was like a button in my head where I could like erase Harry Potter and read it all over again. I'm on the last. I'm just about to start the last book now, and I'm dreading it. I'm thinking of eking it out a bit and maybe reading a chapter a night so that I don't have to get to the end. <laughs> Honestly, I I've been obsessed. I love it. I'm I'm a few years too late. Everybody yeah. else is already obsessed, but no, I'm I'm hooked. But no, like I'm so jealous of you just getting to read them all for the first time oh. again. Thank you for lending me all oh, of it. Oh, any, any time. Yeah, we, we've come so far and we've got so much to talk about on this episode. It's genuinely... And the last time you were on the podcast, it was really... When we recorded that episode, it was a trial recording. And we were like, this was really good. Let's put it out. Um, but the podcast has changed so much yeah, since you were first on. <laughs> so... You're going to get to experience the whole thing instead of just being a producer this time. I know, I'm excited. I'm excited to get grilled. So my first question for you is, if you were booked to do a one-month run in a two-person show in the West End and you could pick anyone with no financial restraints to be your co-star, who would you pick? Oh, that's hard. There's so many. There's no budget. (laughs) Oh, that's the dream, isn't it? Um, Do you know what? I would... I would say Sandra O, oh because Good choice. she's a queen. Um, but she, I love her in... Killing Eve. Killing Eve. Oh my <laughs> God, I, I love her so much. I can't remember her name. I love her in Killing Eve. I thought uh, you were Jodie, keeping me in suspense Jodie, Jodie there. Jodie Comer would but... be <laughs> second. Uh, and also, you know how obsessed I am with Grey's Anatomy. She's the best. Christina <laughs> Yang is everything and more. She I've is... never watched it. Oh, don't, because it will take up your whole entire <laughs> life. I've watched, you know, I've started watching it again. This is the third time. Have you got Disney Plus? Yes. You need to watch Ugly Betty. Oh, I've seen it. Yeah, but you need to watch it again. Do you know what? I think I will, because I loved it when I was younger. Do you and... know what? I, when I found out that it was coming back, sorry to cut you off there. It's okay. For fuck's sake. It's just life, I'm just it? it by um, now. <laughs> when it was announced that it was coming to Disney Plus, I renewed Disney Plus purely for that reason. Like, I don't use Disney Plus. Do you know what? I will, uh, because I rewatched Desperate Housewives again, because I used to watch that. I've never watched younger. that either. <gasps> Ingram, I'm you such an uncultured swine. It, but when I rewatched that, I was like, oh god, so much better than when I was watching it when I was young. So I think I will. Yeah, you get a lot of the in the jokes now. Yeah, you're not a child, and they don't I just need to stop whoop, watching over your Grey's head. Anatomy over and over again. Just See, like, I, I to... have like six programs that I just watch on repeat. Like, it's comfort, isn't it? Yeah. Like, I feel... Did you not see the there was a meme going around not long ago that was about like people with anxiety watch the same programs over and over again because they know what's coming. Yeah. Oh, well. And yeah. it's like, you're not... Although with Crazy with Anatomy, other... even though you know what's coming, it's not less heartbreaking. <laughs> I mean, one of my shows is Orange is the New Black and every time, like, not to spoil it for anyone that hasn't listened, uh, watched it, 
see i get so into this like i keep calling the podcast listeners viewers and then i'm like so in my head and i'm like if you've listened to orange is the new black um but for anybody that hasn't seen orange is the new black that scene at the end of season four don't say what it is i'm not gonna say what it is but it always it always breaks but then when we break my little icy heart get you to remind me of what it is yeah (laughs) okay but yeah sandra you just nearly put your hand in a candle No, I was just doing this. <laughs> you know. Like, just randomly touching. I know, her. I was just, um, just playing with a flame. Uh, Sandra O. Oh, yeah, I love her. good choice. You know what? I have got a different answer every week to this show, uh, to this question, like, mm-hmm. because there's just so many people that I'd love to work with. Um, but I asked my friend this question the other day who isn't involved in the arts in mm. any shape, way, or form, and I asked him, and he, he said, like, I'd pick you because. It's like your dream, and if I was in a position to do that, I'd pick you. So you know what? Just to make you look like a big sack of shit, I'm going to pick you. Oh, my God. So you can go fuck off with Sandra O. Oh. Oh, I mean, obviously I meant <laughs> Sandra O oh if you were booked that day. Yeah, if I was busy. Sorry, I'm washing my hair. I just think that you're going to make it so big that you'll be too busy to be with me. And Listen, that's why I picked my, Sandra oh. My door frame is getting a bit small for this ego. So we don't need any no, more No, I'm sorry. Inflation. Do you know what? Obviously, if it was a realistic thing that we were able to do, of course I would pick you. But in La La Land... I still want Sandra. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, to translate that, that was Ingram. Shut the fuck up. Oh. I'm acting with Sandra. O. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what though? If you were picking Sandra, o, I'd be like, as long as I can have a ticket to the front row. Right, but here's a question. Oh, of course, you'd have. To oh, I like this. Tickets. Here's a question. You're asking me questions. If it wasn't me, if I was booked right. that day, who so would if be? You were busy. Who would be your answer? Do you know what? Right. All of the answers that I've actually ever said would make me look like a piece of shit. So, like, my answers are like Catherine Tate and David Threlfall, who are just icons and legends. That doesn't make you a piece of shit. No, but I would look like a piece of shit in comparison to them because they're such master actors. Like, I can't act as well as those. Um, I think at this point in time, I'm going to go for... Do you know what? Just because I love her and I think she could play my mum really well, Courtney Cox. Yeah. Okay, I like that. Like, and I'm also rewatching Friends. <laughs> so oh, I've done that so many times. I've got that in my head right now. I, oh, that's another comfort show. Yeah, hundred percent. I can never watch the first episode though. Irritates the fuck out of me. Why? I don't know. It's just the whole setting up. Like, I don't like that I have to watch it them set the show up because I know what's gonna happen. Oh no, I love it. I so love I'm that. like, I in just, the dress. I started rewatching it last and night. And I'd like a million dollars. <laughs> Iconic. But I just like literally skipped to the second episode. But moving on, we have um, we've had a busy year. So even though we've been as Heather Sorry, takes an ill-time take a, drink of water, I was water. trying to take a drink of water, but I was doing it so slowly so that they couldn't hear it. And then you asked me a question, and I just <laughs> stared at you. I was like, "Well, now it's awkward. I'm gonna have to switch." Uh, yeah, we've oh. we've had a busy year. We have. We have... we are gone. I mean, it's no secret we're talking about this like, exciting project. Like, I know, we're... as if it's a secret. We literally, we have been hounding social media, like, come see our play, yeah. come see our play. Social media is a great Yeah, thing. we wrote a play, and if you listen to the first ever episode, and if you haven't, go back and listen to it. We wrote a play called This Is Where We Get Off. Um, I was about to say by Ingram Noble and Ellis Spider. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, this is chaotic, but we, we, we love it. Yeah, so we wrote a play, mm-hmm. and we booked a theatre. We have booked a real theatre. Which seemed impossible mm-hmm. because we we wrote this. Is it written or wrote? I don't know. I'm leaving this We in. wrote this. Yeah. We wrote it. Yeah, we wrote yeah, it. We wrote it. We created it um, during lockdown and we um, obviously formed a bubble. That's how we're still allowed to be together. I mean, 
do we even need to be in a bubble anymore? No. Alright, okay, we're not in a fucking bubble anymore. Get out! <laughs> I can see Bad. other people. Um, we've been in a bubble all year and we've been writing together and putting things on and we've now booked a real theatre for the 21st of April, yeah, 2022. We have a date. We have a date. We have a cast. We a have a cast. cast. We're not amazing... telling you about the cast No, yet, no, though. not yet. But we have an amazingly talented cast and I'm oh, so excited to work with them all. I'm so buzzing. Yeah. Like, we doing the damn thing. We are. But even the thought of booking a theatre, like this time last year where we had finished the play and we were sort of in the moments of refining it. Mm-hmm. Booking a theatre just seemed so far away. Yeah. I know. When we used to talk about it, like, oh, we should put it on. It was never... For me, it was something we wanted to do, but it seemed so far-fetched. Do you know what I mean? Like, like how are we going to get purely because of the lockdown and yeah, things. Yeah, the lockdown, like, money, how are we going to even begin? Like, do you know, that kind of thing. But we figured it out. We had the absolutely amazing idea that we had sat and watched so many theatre productions and theatre shows go on online Mm -hmm. we had to adapt and we came up with this amazing idea i mean it's nothing original we've not we're not i know we're not carving the the companies that have done it before good job yeah we're not we haven't done anything for the first time but we've done an online rehearsed reading Mm -hmm. and we had some amazing actors come through and do that for us so let's talk about that that the first thing that we done was cast it and that was the first thing i'd ever cast yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. How was that for you? Because I know I felt like an absolute god. <laughs> oh my god. Like I felt like I had so much power. Yeah, no, it did. It felt good. Um, it was sad saying no to people as well because there was so much talent. We were so inundated. Unbelievable. With, we were, I don't know whether it was just because it was lockdown and everyone was wanting something creative to do, but we had so many people apply. And, yeah, we were uh, sat for hours, didn't we, just watching... Tapes. Uh, tape after tape and it was fun like it, doing it with you and taking our notes and discussing it was it was a cool process it made me feel very professional yeah and it, I, I remember it got to the point where we had so many that we were literally just turning people away based on headshots yeah which yeah. it was, was crazy it was down to the bone <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah we we ended up with a, an absolutely amazing cast yeah um I was about to tease something there for the actual I, stage play, but I'm I not going to. I know exactly what you were about to say. And in my head, I was saying, don't say it. Don't, don't say, it. say it. I nearly said it, and that's why there was an awkward silence there. Yeah. Um, but then entering the whole process with it all being completely online, like, I feel like I know these people other than one, because Robert, we knew previously. Yeah. I feel like I know these people so well, but I've never met them in real life because we've spent a lot of time with them. Yeah. No, we have, and we've worked together as a team. You know, we've we chatted quite a bit. We put together this. We gave them a lot of trust. You know, this was our play, and uh, kudos to them because obviously, if you're sitting behind a screen, you can't go for it as much as if you're on a stage. But they brought those characters to life like nothing I could believe. Just in the comfort of their own home, and for that, I'm so grateful. They did oh, amazing. It smashed d- it genuinely, and obviously, the funds that we raised from that, we um put our deposit down. We got to book the theatre and I'll forever be thankful for that yeah. and for the people that bought tickets to come and watch us and the rehearsals were incredibly sort of stressful at times and things and it was all like it was a brand new experience for me working with the technology yeah yeah you did amazing with the technology I had no fucking yeah. idea I know and getting to terms with using that new the new software and putting it all together and on the night like all my friends said that that looked 
fantastic. I can't believe it. And they should have seen behind the scenes. Oh, where I'm like oh. sweating and like we're singing along and then realising our mic's still I on know, in rehearsals. I forgetting certain cues and oh. I'll stop for a snack. You know, I think I was eating a... Was you were eating like a bowl of pasta or yeah, something like during our dress run. It was like a linguine. It was really fancy. My flatmate came in like I made some dinner. I was sitting... Also, your eating. flatmate is... I mean, you can say her name. She sang the theme tune. To the oh, um, yeah, yeah, Anna Davidson. So, drama's good. That's her. She's Which I've got amazing. That, you to thank for that as well. I was talking because I was... Another big bit of news... I was a guest on somebody's podcast this week. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't know if it'll be out by the time that this is, um, this episode will be out. I'm not too sure. But I was telling them the story of how the theme tune came to mm. be because he has a really professional theme tune. It's um, Jamie McKinley's Just Get a Real Job podcast. I mean, I've got a shout out because all I did was speak about my podcast <laughs> on his. Um, but yeah, he has an amazing theme tune and we were talking about theme tunes and I was like, well, for the first, it was for the first 10 episodes I didn't have one and, then one and we day were sitting... literally sitting and I've got a sticker with the logo on my iMac that we were sitting in front of at the moment and you just started singing it yeah and it never dawned upon me to do that yeah I know so creative genius We're creative genius I know <laughs> and, so this is where we officially hand over and it's now drama school dropout with Heather Spiden and not Ingram Noble mm-hmm. <laughs> The real, the real brains behind. I mean, you've got fucking hardly any time to do anything, barely. So, could you imagine trying to take on a full-time podcast? Absolutely not. No. Um, but yeah, back to the rehearsed reading. Just, I don't know why I interjected with that story about the theme tune. It was a good story. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was in the story, so I was, I was all here for it. I was like, oh. Makes makes a difference from me telling a story from ten years ago where we didn't even know each other. I know. Heather's just banged her elbow off the edge of my table. I tried so hard to make it not obvious. Oh, not obvious. <laughs> um, but yeah, going back to the rehearsed reading, I remember we were talking about it and I had no idea how we were going to do this because we knew we wanted to do it live because it's we wanted to get back as close to the live theatre element as we possibly could. Yeah. And I remember being like, I don't know how the fuck, because it's not just like you can live stream it on Instagram stories because there were six of us. Yeah. And I had no clue how we were going to do this. And I I was just running along with it and trying to figure it out as we were going mm. along. And I never told you that I didn't have a fucking clue what I was doing because my plan was just to record the Zoom and put it on YouTube the next day. Yeah. <laughs> like... No, I know. And then it was... Angela. It was Angela Stone so, who yeah. was in the rehearsed reading cast. She told us about StreamYard. StreamYard. Um, I was calling yeah. it StreamLab there until you Stream said Lab. that first. I was about to yeah. come out with StreamLab. And then Lab. you just got to, got to terms with it, got using it. And, Do you yeah. know what, right? I, I can't say I've done anything special because even when I was learning how to do this podcast and how to edit the podcast and what I needed to set up, all I've done is watch YouTube tutorials. YouTube is the gift that keeps on And getting. that's all I done with StreamYard. I was literally like how to use StreamYard in YouTube and I watched a couple of tutorials. How did people cope <laughs> before know. the internet? Do you know, it's crazy. Do you know, it reminds me of a story of uh, this girl who's in my school. Um, her dad was actually the art teacher. Sophie Tinney, not about you. But I don't, I don't know why I'll always remember this. Is We used to do the X Factor every year. Like the Portree, Portree High School's got... No, Portree High School X Factor and it was like Got Talent. Uh, You're she, too old for Got Talent. I know. Too old to have talent. <laughs> she, um, she came on and she sang The A-Team by Ed Sheeran. She had never picked up a guitar before in her life, but she used YouTube to learn this song and she won. Do you know, I'm not ashamed to it's say amazing. that I use YouTube for most things. Like, I had to... 
clean out the filter on my new washing machine the other day and I didn't know how to do it. So YouTube, I just YouTubed it. You do it all the time. Literally like, all the time. For everything as well. See if it's a night out and you're like side bun with strands hanging down from medium length hair. Boom. I can't say I've ever searched for that. Well, I have. <laughs> you know. But yeah, I literally used YouTube so I, I can't say that I've done anything spectacular. Yeah, but no, it's, good. it's a good tool and you... You did well. I mean, it looks professional. we all, me and you, are, I'm going to say this, are a pretty fucking good team. Yeah, we like, are. We're, we are. We're working really, <laughs> of course we are. Of course we we're, are. We're working really well together and we, yeah. we ground each other really well. Like if I'm stressed, you know how to ground me. Yeah. And it's the same with if we both got ideas that are running away with us. We yeah. know how to be like, right, come on It's now. a point of where we can like sort of be rude to each other but without it ending in an argument yeah except i go off and just hate you for a couple of minutes <laughs> i'm like i'm going That's for a fag but... a couple of minutes as long as you come back it's okay <laughs> I, speaking of that i want you to tell the story that you told me when i turned up at your gaff on the day of the rehearsal reading about the dream that you had had oh my god i know <laughs> so this was the night before the rehearsed reading yeah so it was one of those dreams where you're like it's freakishly real to the point where when i first saw you i was a bit like oh do you know what I mean? Like, oh God. It's many people's so reaction when was... they see me. <laughs> no, it's not. So yeah, I had this dream that... Oh, I can't remember the full dream now. I know that you had... Oh, you were stroking my hair at some point and you are like stroking it quite viciously and then all of a sudden you spat on my head and I just... I don't know. It was weird. And then when you came, obviously every time I see you, you gave me a quick hug and I kind of was like, oh, like, thing you'd away you from had, you. We were outside smoking and mm. you had ash in your hair and I like went to... Oh, you went, that's it. And you I went, went to, to flick go- off the ash and then jump back. <laughs> and what are you doing? I was like, don't spill me again. <laughs> but then the night after that, I, I remembered this because I just read our old text. I was looking for something because I couldn't find the password for something and I was reading our text and I came across, I had a dream about you the next night. <laughs> and I had a dream that we went to a music festival, but you had a daughter who was like a newborn, oh and you were like, I'm going out for fags, I'll be back in 20 minutes, and you didn't come back. <laughs> and I had a newborn, oh and I'm like walking baby. around this festival trying Aww, to find you. Where does she know? And I bumped into Anna, your flatmate, and she was like, I don't care where Heather is, <laughs> right? Oh, okay, then, that's how we know it was a dream. She and then I found someone that. else that knew who you were, and they were like, yeah, the last time I saw her, she was sniffing ketamine off the toilet <laughs> seat. <laughs> oh, and like, baby. I just couldn't find you, and I like, had this newborn, and like, I wanted to go and enjoy the music festival, what and like, you just hell? stranded me with your baby. Oh my God. So please, never hand me a baby because I will just throw it away. No, never. <laughs> just specifically you, not everyone else. Like, I was, they haven't stranded God, me with one yet. We spend too much time together, that's a uh, sign. That We're having is, some weird dreams we about needed, each other. We needed a little break yeah. after that. Um, But next. So at the beginning of the pandemic last year, that we was have... So cool. <laughs> that was so cool. Next. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> oh sorry. So um, the Brits are famously known at the moment that we have the best government in the world. We, <laughs> Boris is doing such an oh, amazing job. we love Boris. Fuck Boris. Fuck we the Tories. We love you. No. <laughs> nah, JK. I'm going to remain platonic, JK. Well, Boris is a see you next Tuesday. <laughs> b- well, I'll say it truly. Boris is a cunt. <laughs> <gasps> I didn't know how like sweet you oh, were on your podcast. Do whatever the fuck you want. Can I say... Fuck. Oh, oh. That felt good. <laughs> I was trying to like I swear like a tripper, you know, especially oh, when I'm telling too. a story. Oh, I've not you on. But I was trying to gauge like, can I swear on this podcast? I was I've... trying to be really PG. Oh no, swear if you want, but I've noticed a right. few times I've swore and my guest has been a little taken aback yeah. and I'm like, stop swearing. But I'm like really worried, especially going back into like an academic setting. 
I swear like a fucking sailor. Yes, you fucking do. <laughs> like, and I really need to like stop because mm. it's just not perfect. Like you have caught me a few times. Yeah. And been like, don't swear. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's just built into my vocabulary, which is a massive bad habit that I need to quit. Been living in too long. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but so going back to the government at the beginning of the pandemic last year, the government put out a lovely little ad campaign about Fatima, the ballet dancer. I think her name was Fatima. Yeah. And she needed to retrain. Stop looking at yourself. In the mirror. <laughs> Do you know what it is? It's the way the lighting is. My skin's glowing right now, and usually it's not. Your skin's always glowing, Vivi. Do you know what it is? Is my um. You're my... just constantly pregnant. No. <laughs> the pregnancy oh, glow. Pregnancy glow. Absolutely not. It's my bare mineral. <laughs> it's my bare minerals tinted moisturizer with SPF. I mean, we're getting really off track right now. So um. Yeah, no. The government at the beginning of the pandemic told us all to retrain mm-hmm. when we were involved in the arts. So if we were following that advice, which we're not going to because fuck the Tories, what would you want to retrain at? What would you be? So I say the same thing every time. I'd love to be a book editor, like editing people's novels, because I read a lot anyway. Uh, and like getting paid for that would be brilliant. And I'd get to tell people that they were wrong, which I love. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? I would like to work in advertising. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. Like a real high flyer. Yeah. Do you know, have you ever watched Mad Men? I haven't. Amazing. I would be. Do you know where, what I man. could see you also doing is like, I know we've already spoke about Ugly Betty, but like Wilhelmina Slater type <laughs> job. <laughs> You'd be really good at being ugly. Um, You'd be a really, oh my God, yeah. Like she's a boss. A creative director. Yeah. And like, she's a. Working Boom, in like snap. publishing. Yes. Oh my god. And you know my favourite film is The Devil Wears Prada. Yeah, I think you'd Oh my god, yes. Why don't you just start retreading now and go and work at a, and fashion, go work magazine. At a fashion magazine? <laughs> I know. I should probably get more style. <laughs> um so back to this is where we get off. We just had a short break there to talk about retraining. We have many. Uh we're we're in the full swing of things well we're not we're, rehearsals haven't started but backstage pre-production we've been going for is it. going yeah the last two ebay purchases have been the weirdest things i've ever bought i know we have bought a charles and diana commemorative plate from their wedding <laughs> and a fake pregnancy bump i mean a good combo yeah, yeah i mean i love it yeah, it's I mean, you strange. can balance, you can put food on the plate and then balance it on the, fake on the pregnancy bump. Yeah, bump. it's great. But then, to be but fair, it's... I don't need the bump to balance <laughs> it. On. I've, got, I've got a real belly. But no, it's fun getting like it's slowly starting to build the props and just when we see things, getting it and yeah, it's making it more and more real. The further on we get and the more little bits and bobs we do, and yeah, it's it's coming. So with what we were talking about with the rehearsed reading, casting mm-hmm. was very difficult for the rehearsed reading. Yeah. And if it was very difficult for the rehearsed reading, I can't describe how difficult it was for, for the, the actual, actual stage show. play. I know, I know. <laughs> we watched hundreds of tapes. Yeah. Really good ones as well. Uh, like Some interesting ones. We were ones. arguing. Um, and then we got to do a photo shoot, mm-hmm. obviously, right around the end of sort of the really rigorous lockdown rules. We got all together for the first time and done the little cast photo shoot, which was absolutely amazing it was so good the best day it was fun yeah um but we've got an announcement do we yes <laughs> do we do so while we're doing this process we're first-time directors <gasps> yes, first-time yes, producers yes. and we have been looking like we said for youtube resources just to get a bit of guidance we're mm-hmm. doing zooms with other people to yeah. that have done this before we're getting a lot of advice 
and there's there's nowhere that that's really documented mm-hmm. for other people who are wanting to do this journey. So on the last episode of every month, me and Heather are now doing a new segment. So we will still have a new guest every week, but me and Heather will just interrupt some of the episode. And this is where we will be updating be a you. Feature guest. Yes. Returning every guest. month. Aren't you all excited? <laughs> and we are going to talk about what we've been doing in that month to put yeah. on our very first stage play. Our struggles, our tears, our stresses. And if there's ever solving. one. If there's ever one that doesn't have an update, it's probably because we fell out. <laughs> I know. Just spending two days hating each other. Yeah. Fine. Um, no, but that's exciting. So it's like, you'll be on this journey with us. And it's also good because anybody else in this position will be able to follow along and see how yeah. we're doing it. And, and hopefully get some good advice from yeah. us and he- like help and tips. Because we will make mistakes. Of course we will. And <laughs> I mean, we've already made some. We made so many. Um, but yeah, this will be sort of a guide and on how not to do things as well as how we are doing yeah. things. Trial and error. Try- is basically yeah. what it is. It's our first pop at this. See how it goes. We'll tell you, that didn't quite work or maybe you could try this and just see how it goes. Yeah. So make sure that you're following along every month. It's the last episode of every month. And I know some months have five. What am I talking about? Last episode of every month. Heather will be back for This Is Where We Update You. So we've got to now make a conscious effort to do things every month. So we have something to talk about. (laughs) This is where we update you. We've done fuck all this month. I finished the pores this month. (laughs) And I'm really sad. (laughs) Um, So we've got a new segment. That you don't know about yet. Oh, this hasn't even aired on an episode <gasps> yet. Am I the guinea pig? You're not the guinea pig. Okay. I've done it with two other people, but those episodes haven't gone out yet. Okay. Um, but you you will be the first person that it gets aired. Oh, okay. So you're sort of the guinea pig. Right. And it's called What If. And in this new segment, we're going to talk about the roles that you would love to play or projects that you'd love to be a part of if you fit the criteria. Okay. So number one. What role would you love to play if you were a man? Macbeth. I've already done it. I know, I was waiting for you to say I think you'd be a good Macbeth. I think so too, because I'm quite manly. You said it, not me. No, I think that would be great. It was a good character. And that's like, I feel like that's a throwaway answer. Everyone wants to be Macbeth. But yeah, Macbeth. What role would you love to play if you were a child? I'd love to be one of the lost boys. Yeah. Yeah. That would be good. <laughs> uh what role would you love to play if you were older? Medea. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can see that. Yeah. I can She's see that. She's a good character. I know you've already dabbled in musicals. You've mm-hmm. done the producers. But what musical would you love to be in? This is a hard one because I'm not really musical theatre, but when I was in that the in the producers, I loved it. I would be in, love to be in Heather's. And that is not, <laughs> I swear that is not because Your name is my Heather. name is Heather. It's because I loved the film growing up. Absolutely love it. And then they turned it into stage. So, no, that would be great. Yeah, yeah. Heather's. And then what Shakespeare character would you love to play? I know you kind of said Macbeth, but is there any just, because I know exactly who I'd cast you if I was doing really? any Shakespeare show. Well, I would, I would want you to play the nurse in Romeo and Juliet. I think you'd be hilarious yeah. in that. Do you think? Yeah. Okay. Well, if there's any uh, Robert and Juliet auditions <laughs> coming up. Um, and what TV show would you love to be a part of that's now finished? So like Friends, Big Bang Theory. Um, I have two answers for this question. Oh. <laughs> okay. Desperate Housewife. But Heather, your job on this podcast, mm. so 
when you're not a guest. You mm-hmm. are the producer of the segment, Stage Right or Stage I Shine. I am indeed. You keep me busy. I do. I keep you busy. But this time, you haven't produced this week's episode. <gasps> I and I have three cracking oh. stories here. And you don't know. And I don't know what they are. But I this can't play so along fun. this time. No, so this is, this is a bit weird. What like, I can't along? play along. But you know what? I probably can because I was thinking about this the other day. I can't remember which one's the line. <laughs> No. But I've got the answer. Count. I've got the answer no, in the envelope. You. I'll play. I'll right. Play. Number one. Mm-hmm. I was casting a music video and the brief was that the actors were to attend the auditions wearing yoga forward slash workout clothes. And I really don't know how this person missed the mark, but she came dressed as Yoda. <laughs> that's true i hope that's true please oh i hope that's true that's amazing i would give her the part just for that 100 <laughs> i'd be like sold sold cast <laughs> number two while i was in secondary school a group of sixth form girls do you know what a sixth form is yes right were directing <laughs> us in greece and they told one girl that she was too let's say sexually active to play sandy and they cast her as rizzo the girls were pulled into the headmistress's office the next day and were told they couldn't direct the show like that. Oh my god. Cunts. We do not at Drama School Dropout, we do not condone that sort of behaviour. No, we don't. If you want to get so, you'll get so. <laughs> and number three. Um, oh, oh, sorry, I was just going to reflect oh, on god. that one. Do you know what I mean? Like, I hope that's not true, but... I can I see can, it being I true. See, I can see it being true. Sex from girls, it's hard. It's hard. They're like 16, 17. Girls are... Bitches. Bitches. <laughs> I, I should probably edit me saying that. <laughs> yeah, you can do it. Um, but number three. I met my first girlfriend while we were both at drama school in London. And after we graduated, we moved back to her hometown to save some money. To save some more money. And she booked a national tour. Get your coins, girl. We love that. Mm-hmm. And I was doing my teaching degree... And when she came back from the national tour, she told me that she was leaving me because she had fallen in love with one of the dancers on the tour. Oh, God, that's so brutal, but also could happen. Yeah. I'm like, an up-close person. I don't know why. Here. Like, I don't feel as bad for the third person as I do for the girl that was told she was too sexually active because she's so young. Yeah. That will have a direct effect on her. So I, I hope that one's a lie. Oh, yeah, I feel like, bad horrible. for the guy. You know I mean, that's... Right, so so I think stage shite is Yoda. Do you know what? Right, I'm going to go with the same one, but I hope it's number two. I hope it's number two. But I can see it being too, tr- it's too, like, realistic. Yeah. Whereas Yoda and Yoga... Are a bit far-fetched. Yeah. Although, if it turns out that Yoda is... I want, it, I want photographic I proof. I want to know who this person is, and I want them to follow me on Instagram, <laughs> at Hevespine. We're going to do that later on. I know, but she needs to know. Right, I'm going to let you do the honours. You've never got to open the envelope. I know, I'm so excited. Oh, that's a horrible sound. (laughs) What are we? We're number three. Number three is Shay. Oh, the Yoda's true. So thank God that he didn't get cheated on. Yeah, we are happy for him. So Yoda's true. true. I need to find that email. And um, I need to speak to that person. That is amazing. I'm so... Oh, that's made my day. I'm sorry for the girl in number three. Too. Yeah, okay. like, please know that that was not okay. And you do you, boo. You do you. You do you. Do you want a job? I'll put you in my play. I'll sack one of my actors. Yeah. <laughs> if you want a job producing stage right or stage shite, that's fine. You can have ho- Hev's job. I want a holiday. I'm not really. I'd love to. Oh, I'd love to. But... Just have a holiday from me. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. we're going to need one. We're oh going to be God. spending a lot oh, of time together. After the 21st of April, I'm just going to change my name number. I'm just going to ghost you. 
are joking, aren't we? <laughs> no. What? Yes, of course okay. I'm joking. Oh. I mean, after we've done this show, we've got to figure out how we're next taking over a yeah. different city with This Is Where We Get Off. It's World Domination, baby, and we're in it's it coming. together. It's Don't put that under there because it'll get stuck. <laughs> I'm just telling Heather off for trying to stick pieces of paper underneath my desk. Oh, um, but we come to the end of the episode. Your oh. second episode I on Drama know. School Dropout. What a laugh. What a laugh. It's, I'm looking at it now at 41 minutes. It does not seem like it's been 41 minutes. No, I know. But thank you so much for coming back. Thank you so much for having me. And I thought maybe you were too hot shit for me now. But I, am, I am, but <laughs> I, I, I didn't have a guest for this um, week. No, just kidding. seriously, no. This has been fun and I'm so excited for This Is Where We Update You. I yes, think be you're coming great. back every bloody month Everyone. my listeners are going to be just about as sick as listening to you as they are to listening to me I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yes but you are coming back now for the foreseeable we're going to do it right up until the show i think and then we maybe even yeah. might do one afterwards and talk yeah. about just how the experience went. or maybe you can come back and we can do a full episode talking about how it all went after the show yeah, well, we have to. We we take our listeners if there's any. Yeah, our the... listeners. Let let's rephrase that a second. My listeners. For, this is where we <laughs> update you. Our listeners. We if we're taking them on this journey of we got to end on, it. We need them. to tell them how it went. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but thank you so much for coming back on. Thank you. For and me. all of the jazz. You can follow us all on social media. Hev is on Instagram at HevSpiden, H-E-V-S-P-I-D-E-N. And if you want to keep up with This Is Where We Get Off, because we genuinely actually at the moment have no idea when we're announcing the cast and things, but I'll let you all know on the podcast, but for up-to-date, like, exclusive announcements, make sure you follow at Productions underscore on Instagram and Facebook. It'll all be in the show notes. But Hev, right, I have one more question. Okay. Right, and it's a biggie. Oh, no. Will you marry me? Yes. <laughs> no, I do actually have a question. You are, unlike me, you're a drama school graduate. Mm. And a new question that I'm asking people, well, you got your BA. Yeah. Right? What was the biggest lesson that you learned while doing your degree? Biggest lesson that I learned doing my degree is never doubt yourself and yeah. give it all you've got. A lot of times in the little, little projects, it was my own self-doubt that held me back. And I look back on some of the things we did now and know I could have did better. I could have, do you know what I mean? Like, I could have went for it. But I was always a bit reserved, maybe a bit nervous still. Because even though I was still doing, you know what I mean, doing drama, that kind of thing, I still always had that nervous side. So, like, don't hold back. Trust yourself. And just believe it. <laughs> <laughs> Fake it till you make it. No, don't fake it. Believe it. Like you are. Everybody's amazing. You're. Yeah. But there we have it. Episode thirty fucking four um, done. Um, Could you? Can did you ever think right? Honest answer. When I said I was doing a podcast, do you think it'd last thirty four weeks? No. <laughs> Me neither. Sorry, that was a fast answer, but it's true. It's the whole reason I split them up into series. Because yeah. I was like, if I've done ten episodes, that's a series. If I never do anything again now, did a I've done here. a series of a podcast. But we're at episode thirty four. We're back again next week with an absolute just mind blowing episode because this man was in the first film I ever saw at the cinema. <gasps> Can I, you say who? I yeah, we're going to tell okay. it. We're going to. I will be talking to Blaine Weaver, who is the voice of Disney's Peter Pan. <gasps> like, oh my god! I have a Funko Pop of Peter Pan above my desk. I have a statuette of Peter Pan you above love my desk. Peter Pan. I want to be a lost boy. Like, wow. I am mind blown, and 
honestly, you need to tune into this episode because it's such a good episode. We get to talk about voiceovers with Disney, all that stuff. But that this is the end amazing. of this episode. And Heather will be back every month, last week of every month, for This Is Where We Update You. If you've enjoyed this episode, please follow us all on social media. And if you're feeling extra, extra generous, please scroll down and leave a little rating and a review. It always really helps us. And it fuels my fantasy of being massively famous and keeps us charting across four con- countries, across three continents. Got that one right there. And remember, if you have any stories for Stage Right or Stage Shite, please email us at dramaschooldropoutpod at gmail.com and it'll go straight to Heather and she gets to choose whether your little story will make it on the podcast. I love you, Yoda. <laughs> You're going to have to email her back now. You can can go and find that. Um, But yes, thank you so much for everyone listening at home. It genuinely means the absolute world. I've been Ingram Noble and I've been chatting to Heather Spiden. This has been episode 34 of Drama School Dropout. Roll the theme tune! Something new, trying to stop.